0: Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors,
1: Wayne and Gabby.
0: We're on, we're live.
2: Good morning.
0: And it is. Tuesday morning.
2: Thank you for checking.
0: Can you hear the clicks? <laughs> Double check and click. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We are live on the Podbean app. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the recorded version, uh, go and download Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Uh, really simple, really cool app that we uh, we stream live on every morning um, so that you can call in.
2: Call in, message us, interact with each other.
0: Yeah. Gabby and I were just talking about this Um, off air, because uh, we are thinking back to our original intentions for this uh, <clears throat> for this morning show, and the reason why I was seeking out a a live platform because we could we could very easily do this on Facebook, yeah. right? We can very easily you know do, stream Facebook Live, you can watch us. And again, we probably would turn the camera off because it's really early, <laughs> um, uh, and we can very easily you know. <clears throat> Um, just record this every morning and then put it out at seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah.
0: It wouldn't be very difficult. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to have a morning show, you know, very similar to, you know, radio, the radio, you know, when you're driving in in the morning and then, you know, um, uh, Larry and the, and, the and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the Cyclops or whatever, <laughs> you know, call in now for your chance to win concert tickets to go see Bon Jovi. You know what I mean? We wanted to be able to have that, that level of interaction. Um, you know, talking about, you know, how some guy in Florida got eaten by an alligator and then call in now with your thoughts, you know, yeah. but we wanted to be real estate relevant. Yeah. We wanted to, to, to create a morning show, you know, surrounding, more. Uh, you know, real estate, real estate investing.
2: And we really want to talk about what you want to talk about. Yes.
0: We don't (laughs) want this to be a presentation every day because here's what's going to happen. I have lots of stuff I can talk about. I can keep blabbering on every single day, but what's going to happen is you're going to notice I'm going to start saying the same things over and over. Eventually I'm going to say the same thing twice. I legit woke up this morning and and I I thought about a topic and I asked Gabby, have I talked about this?
2: Because
0: I don't know, (laughs) because I have coaching calls all day you know, and then I have conversations with Gabby about our business. And then I talk on the podcast for an hour. I don't know which is a conversation and which is a presentation. I don't. <laughs> and I legit was concerned that I may have talked about this last week.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So one other thing we were talking about when we were first thinking about, um, you know, how we were going to structure this was, I wanted to add in a weekly mastermind as well. Not not a true mastermind, but I wanted to create an open, an open discussion for people to be able to come in and talk about what they're working on. And then for others to chime in and for us to chime in, um, to kind of help you get through those those hurdles and the struggles. So one of my first original ideas was to Hey, why don't we do Monday to Thursday instead, because Gabby was not on board with Monday to Friday at first. <laughs> <laughs> I said, What if we did Monday, to Thursday? Um, and then on Fridays, we can have everybody go and join us on clubhouse or something similar, um, where you can all join in and, you know, it's, it's your chance to, you know, stand up and, and talk about what, you, what you're working on and, uh, we'll talk through it, but then I'm like, nah, nah, cause it's, let's just stick with Monday to Friday. And then I thought, okay, maybe, maybe I'll do it Sunday. How about Sunday at 10 AM? We do Monday to Friday podcast, which, you know, morning show, that's its own thing. And then Sundays we'll do a really cheap or a free mastermind. And I'm like, eh it can't be cheap and it can't be free otherwise no one's going to show up especially on sunday morning mm-hmm. if if they're not paying for it they're not going to show up regularly so we just trashed that idea too and what i settled with was that you know what we're using a live platform literally if you, when you're on your app you just go click that call in button right now and you can just call in just talk about what you're working on and
2: no one really is <laughs> here and there we get a caller we get some questions
0: but i i want to know what you're working on i want to know for starters I, I and i can see the regular people that are that are that are joining in every day and i love it i love it there's you know we got our 6 a.m club we got people that are dedicated to getting up early and starting the day off right mm-hmm. but i think that there's one step further that you can take that you're not taking and that's just standing up and being vulnerable
2: yeah
0: being vulnerable say hey my name's wayne I'm currently working on this deal right now in Rocky Mountain House, um, but I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And I'm too scared to remove conditions because the thought of finding tenants is really scaring me because I don't know if this is a good area for for tenants.
2: Or I don't know if these numbers work.
0: I don't know if these numbers work.
2: I don't know who to call for insurance. I don't know... These are all the like teeny tiny little micro things that stop people from taking action. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I legit take massive action every single day. And that's not like I, I'm not I'm like I'm not I'm not over the top because you saw me yesterday. I talked about video games recently and now they're really, really bad for you. I'm still kind of playing a little bit. But yesterday I played video games probably about four hours during the day yesterday but I took a lot of action in between. I was, I had my phone out and in between games, I was writing emails. I was making calls. I had coaching calls and stuff like that. I did more yesterday than what most people do in the real estate investing community do in a year yesterday. And I was still playing four hours with the video games. I want to show you how to get that done. I want to show you how to stay focused on just getting some very strategic important things done every day, and then still living a really cool life.
2: Wayne takes that uh, four-hour work week pretty seriously. <laughs> I really do.
0: I really do. Um, yeah. Gabby, you love tasks. You don't necessarily love
2: yeah, brainstorming I, I like, and creating. I like knowing what needs to get done and doing it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Right? So Gabby will take her small little list for the day, and she's like, okay, this is what I'm working on today. And then I'll kind of look at it the day, and I'll be like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to try and figure out today. And that's the way that we do it, and it's it's really, really, really super cool. And I want to show people how to, how to how to operate like that. Yeah, because you know, you may not be there yet where you can leave your job and and play video games four hours out of the day out of the day, but you know, this is th- the way that the way that I, we problem solve and the way that we create and grow. You know, you could very easily. Implement that into whatever it is your your daily schedule. It is that could be work, right? So on your breaks, you can be making very strategic calls and very strategic emails to making sure that you are growing every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I am imploring, I am I am begging you to really take advantage of this this platform and this opportunity yeah. to call in every day and just be open and vulnerable to to just yeah. talking about what you got going on. Yeah. Maybe there's a way that we can look at it. Maybe there's a way that we can get you there faster and and, and break through those barriers.
2: Definitely. Yeah, we'll help you make those decisions on air right and now.
0: Feel free to talk about a deal that you're working on. Now, don't be pitching joint venture pitches and because I don't <laughs> want every morning to be like, have I got an opportunity for you, investors? <laughs> My name is Wayne Hillier. I'm a real estate investor. I've been investing for just about 10 years right now.
2: Yeah, don't practice your pitches. (laughs) What's that? I said, yeah, don't practice your pitches. (laughs) Well,
0: maybe you could practice your pitch, but just uh, don't use it as an opportunity for like free advertising. For you know, (laughs) save that for the Facebook groups. Um, Where was I going with (laughs) this? You know, call in and say, hey, I'm working on this deal right now. I I just don't really know if the math is right. Can we talk through this? Hey, I got a joint venture partner um, that's asking these questions, and I really don't know how to answer them properly. Mm-hmm. Can we walk through this?
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Anyways. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be pushing you guys big time, and I know there's a few people that, um, that are listening to live, and there's a few people that are listening to recorded versions. I'm gonna be reaching out to you. I'm gonna really, really be pressuring you to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. Because I feel like pff, there's, there's, there's so much that could be, um, taken advantage of. Yeah. On this platform.
2: And if you're listening to the recording, um, you know, like. A week or so ago, we challenged everybody to just like try it for a week. Try getting up and being here at six a.m. for a week. Start forming that new habit. It'll it'll change your morning routine. It'll change how your day's set up. It'll start your day off right. Join us. Join the six a.m. club. Do it.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know. I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, 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 I. I, I I'm trying not to be rude, but like I don't get it. I don't get why you're listening to hours and hours of our podcast.
2: Wayne, do you remember when we started how hard it was to find information? There was like there was like Barry's Tales from the Trenches was the only like podcast style like recording stuff. Yeah. And like you'd have to dig deep into websites to find anything. There was Don Campbell's book thank God that we were able to read and and get started on but there was nothing it was so hard to learn you had to pay money to join Rain which was you know which is a big commitment for your, for people starting out for young investors starting out that's a lot of money but that was the only way to learn.
0: So that I could get access to my rain space, which was a blog forum. Yeah. Where I could go in have there and ask post my questions. To your and questions. I didn't know who was answering it.
2: Yeah. So, like, imagine this was available to us.
0: You know, I would have. I would have been <laughs> all over this. Yeah. Like, if Barry Maguire had a call in function and I can get. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? D <laughs> is. what do you mean about not understanding why people are listening? <laughs> I mean, why are. are why are you people i didn't want to say it that way why, why are maybe you maybe came listening? across wrong yeah and i didn't want it to i'm 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 trying to put myself back in that position years ago um and why are you listening every morning because most people are just they're just trying to start the day off right from what i understand and also trying to catch a nugget or two and i get lots of messages hey that thing that you said right there that was really good i didn't know about that mm-hmm. Or I just feel like there is a much more productive and effective approach to that. We're just asking the questions directly because I'm just talking, and I want to make sure that I'm getting all this information to you productively. Yeah. The intent, the outcome that we're hoping for, is for everyone to get the information that they need and to take action.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's very hard to direct that individually because we're just putting it all out. You know what I mean? We're just we're, we're broadcasting and then hoping something clicks with someone.
2: Exactly. I was going to say, we don't want to ramble and hope that somebody finds a, a little nugget that helps them. We want to literally be talking about what you need, yes. what you're stuck on, what you have questions about. That's what we want to talk about.
0: I feel like the only way to really to get anyone to take this seriously is to add a $500 price tag to it so that people take <laughs> like, it seriously, you know what I mean? Free coaching doesn't work. Robbie's calling in here. I'm going to answer this in a nice. second. Um, but truly, you know, I, I don't, I don't want you to have to pay hundreds of dollars, you know, for,
2: to get your questions for answered. a new, yeah.
0: you know, uh, uh, real estate investing basics course, you know what I mean? Cause we can answer it. You can mm-hmm. say, Hey, give me the basics of real estate investing or show me how to run the math. You know? Yeah.
2: yeah then I'll talk, sure.
0: I'll talk all about math. And then when I'm done, if I miss something, I want you to ask me what I missed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tell me, Hey, oh, well, you didn't cover this. How does this work? Should we use cap rates? Why is cap rates not relevant in residential real estate? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what I want to focus on. Uh, Robbie's calling in here. So I'll answer.
1: <coughs> morning.
2: Good morning, Robbie.
1: Um... Really like those uh, posts yesterday telling me to wait to take action until the uh, the uh, cabin retreat in January. There <laughs> got a good laugh out of that one.
0: Yeah, you know uh, what? I missed I missed, I missed um, the context of the, of the comments. I can't remember who commented on it. And Gabby's like, you know, that's referring to earlier when you called Robbie to to wait, and then you told
1: him not to wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's confusing yeah (laughs) yeah I know I was that's that's what I was basically calling is like so am I taking action am I not taking action (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Robbie what are you looking for I don't even know what kind of um like what kind of property are you going to be looking for
1: yeah well I think it's going to be um the situation is I think my girlfriend and I are looking to live in it uh for at least like a a year or two um so that's kind of the thing we're struggling with right now is because we're pre-approved there's no problems there so um, we were kind of gonna look around for that 400 range I think to 450 uh, in there. Um, I, where, where where we're really hung up right now is that uh, obviously at that price point you can go with something that's older and renovated. I don't think because it's our first property, no previous experience we don't really want to go with something that requires a lot of renovations. I just think that's uh, you know, it's already nerve wracking going through the process, I guess, the first time rather than just to know that there's renovations staring you in the face. Um, So I think we'd be looking for something more turnkey. Um, So then, you know, the, the hesitation is, well, if it's older, you know, what's the quality of renovations that has been done on there? What's that Mm -hmm. look like? Um, To be honest with you, the thought of getting into an older renovated bungalow doesn't, uh, I, you know, I'm not over the moon about it, but I think my uh, my girlfriend's probably less over the moon about it. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, the other thing is, is like, well, do we look kind of further outside of Edmonton? Um, and, you know, and something that's newer that, you know, has the warranty um, we would be doing the first time home buyers too as well. Right. So uh, there's, there's that to kind of consider just with the extra five to 10% from the government as well with that um so we're kind of considering options and stuff right now but yeah it's that's probably I I have a meeting with our uh, agent tonight and that was going to be the biggest question is like what's from an investment standpoint um you know what makes the most sense and I know it's like it's the probably the cash flow comes down to that but um yeah I'm kind of hung up on that right now Mm
2: -hmm. are you looking for something at that price point that's um tweeted or just a single family
1: No, for sure, sweeted. Yeah, we want the mortgage helper in there as well. Um, And, you know, we were just going through and kind of looking at the quick numbers uh, originally with around that 400 to 450 mark. Um, I wanted to make sure we were comfortable making the payments on the mortgage without the tenants in there, right? Because I didn't want to ever overextend ourselves or anything like that. And um it, it definitely is in that range but then you know the question comes up okay well if we do that what's what's the second property situation look like cuz we are going to be looking at the full 20% at that point too right so right. um um that's kind of the next layer i guess where i'm like thinking right now is okay how do we work through that obstacle too mm. but um from from what i heard you explain it sounds like you're planning on
0: living there for a year or two that's what you said mm-hmm. um so is your intention you know down the road that potentially this property that you're buying right now as your home could potentially be a rental property in the future?
1: Yeah, it definitely could be a, a rent. It, it, that's kind of the plan it would be would be that cuz it's not going to be our forever home. Mm-hmm. Um and and it, maybe it is maybe if we go with something that is nicer and we're happy there we don't have to leave and we can focus on other avenues, right? Um and just kind of sure. continue to live there and just buy more investment properties.
0: I think that you should be um, – I'm, I'm glad that you're thinking about it ahead of time because if if there's a strong possibility that this property could be a rental property in the future, you want to make sure that you buy it at the right price so that when mm-hmm. you move out and you decide to rent both suites, you want to make sure that um, the expenses are covered and you have a little bit of cash flow.
1: Yeah,
0: um, You're not going to have a whole lot of cash flow because you're only putting 5% down. And you're only getting an amortization of 25 years Mm -hmm. as opposed to putting 20% down in 30 years where your payments are going to be significantly less. Um, So the closer to 400,000, the better, because just lower price um, um, purchase price is going to mean Mm -hmm. lower mortgage payments. That's the one thing you can control. It also means slightly lower property taxes as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Now talk about sacrifice yesterday <laughs> or uh, I, I don't like the word sacrifice. There's a really, um, really great guy that I knew um, for my, from my last career. And I said sacrifice once and he, he corrected me and said, no, it's dedication. And, mm-hmm. and the way he said that just really, really clicked with me. And I, com- and I, I eliminated the word sacrifice out of my vocabulary. That's why I hate it so much because mm-hmm. you're not sacrificing things. You're just so dedicated to something that is so important to you. That mm-hmm. everything else doesn't matter, so that's why I think that dedication to to what it is that is most important to you, and that sounds like building a portfolio and building up cash flow and and leaving something behind for you know your future kids and and you know mm-hmm. providing a more comfortable life for you in the future. Um, I think that you can you can dedicate yourself to living in something that might not be your first choice for a couple of years, you know, yeah. to achieve that. Yeah. Um. And consider it like don't even look at it as a home. Look at it as a rental. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm just renting this place for a couple of years, and then I'm going to buy something nice. And that's um, that's kind of the approach that we had as well, Gabrielle and I.
2: Yeah, Gab- you're- Gabrielle,
0: <laughs> Gabby and I.
2: Your stepping stones. Like this is obviously the way that I'm interpreting interpreting it is that it's a stepping stone to then you guys being able to eventually move into your forever home Mm -hmm. so stepping Mm -hmm. stones you should never get too emotionally attached to Um, Mm -hmm. and especially if you're considering that it can eventually be a rental property um, it's it's a stepping stone it's not you shouldn't be spending more than you should you shouldn't be overextending yourself like for payments and stuff you shouldn't be Mm -hmm. looking for those forever home finishes like you need to take the emotion out of it Um, it's just the next step to get you where you're headed Mm -hmm, and yeah, the more that you can realize that the better decisions you're going to make in the buy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Makes sense. I, um, another very important thing that someone told me along the way, I don't remember who it was, but they told me to, to never get attached to a car. Or a vehicle. Never get emotionally attached to a vehicle because if you keep that vehicle, it's just going to become a money pit for you. You know, you're just going to keep wanting to fix it up and fix it up and fix it up. And that's the same thing with a home. That's that's the approach that we went with for the last 10 years is that we just never got emotionally attached to a home. Except for our first one. Our first one was where um, our daughter was born where, you know, the first day we got the keys, I surprised Gabby with our puppy. And Mm -hmm. like, there was a lot, there was like, she was born, like Everly was born in that house, like uh, a home birth. So there was a lot of emotional uh, connection to that property. Um, But for the most part, after that, every other decision that we made for properties that we moved into, um, we just, we never got attached to a home. And if you can, if you can try and figure that out, and then um, as well, you know, Hopefully, you know we get an opportunity to speak to your girlfriend at the cabin retreat uh, about mm-hmm. that as well. You know it, it might help with with the dedication of of what it is truly important, and that is you know is building something really amazing for you guys for the future, um, and then it'll it'll make each home purchase and each place that you live um, a little more bearable.
2: Yeah, and one yeah. other thing, Robbie is that um, there are some really great. Um, <laughs> Contractors and investors out there that are doing beautiful, well constructed renovations on suited properties, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what a, what the home inspection comes down to as well. Is that they are checking the level of renovations, they are seeing what corners were cut, they are looking for you know all those things. So if you are looking at an older bungalow that has you know a really nice renovation done, you can you know, find those, especially right now, I think for a pretty decent price and it just, yeah, it comes down to that home inspection and getting a really good home inspector to, to really dig in and, and say, no, this place is sound or these are all of the upcoming things that you're going to have to deal with. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn away just because you're worried about not knowing how good the property is actually going to hold up. Um, and maybe look at both options and then just start exploring both and seeing what you're able to find and what price points. Yeah.
0: And and you're working with, uh, Calvin, right? Calvin
1: extra. Yeah. He's been, uh, working with us there.
0: Yeah. So Calvin's going to give you a really good, um, picture of, of what's available and what parts of the city and, you know, what types of rents you're going to get and also what price points, um, you know, each neighborhood is going to be. So you'll get a really good understanding of, you know, if this is what you're looking for in this neighborhood, then you're going to be looking at this price point. If this is what, you know, if you want to find something a little closer to 400000 you can choose these neighborhoods. Um, so he's going to give you a really good idea of where you can, um, uh, the things that you can, you know, things that are important and things that are not important. And then just really narrow it down to, you know, which neighborhood and what's available. Yeah. Um, I'll be completely honest. I don't know what's on the market right now for sweeted houses. Yeah, we are in December. Um, I do feel like, you know, come March and April, there might be more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but talk to, talk to Calvin about that. And like I said, he's, he's phenomenal. And he'll be able to give you a really good picture of, of uh, what you can get for what price. Yeah. And then turnkey. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that bef- um, before I finish up. Turnkey, um, meaning like a brand new one that has warranties, that is possible as well. Um I love new turnkey with warranty. I love it. I think you're gonna get a much different uh tenant as well. I love the fact that there's no repairs and maintenance. Like there's no repair story coming up anytime soon. There's warranty. Here's okay. the downsides to brand new. I'm just gonna throw it all out, yeah, and then and then you can make that decision. <clears throat> there's a small list. Um one brand new is typically over five hundred thousand. Hmm. So when you move out And it becomes a rental property. It's very... I I could do the math right now, but it it would take another five minutes. But just run a mortgage calculator on what that's going to be for mortgage payments, what the property taxes are going to be and what the rents are going to be. Rents are going to be exactly the same, I'll tell you right now. From Mm -hmm. an older suite of bungalow to uh, a new two-story in a new Mm -hmm. neighborhood. Rents are exactly the same. The other... So it's going to be hard to cash flow in the future, which is going to affect not only your monthly... um, uh, it's going to affect your cash flow, but also it's going to affect your debt servicing in the future for your next couple of properties. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that those two story new builds, um, they're not laid out the same way that a bungalow is. So, bungalows, they have large 800, 900,000 square foot basements, whereas the two stories, it's like 500, 600 they are significantly smaller and that's just the way that two stories are built.
2: Yeah. Makes it hard to rent.
0: They are very, very small one bedrooms. Um, We own a couple and one of them, um, they couldn't even fit uh, because it was a side by side duplex. So one side of the duplex has a one bedroom. And then the other side of the duplex, they just the way that it was configured, they couldn't even add a bedroom. It's a, it's it's a bachelor, bachelor yeah. It's a studio. That's how small it is. Like you walk yeah. in, you walk right into the kitchen. You have a small little living slash uh, dining area where you can put like a table. That's it. That's about it. And then there's just room for a, a bed. That's it. Yeah. So just know that those those new builds, it's just the way that two stories are built. They're not built long like a bungalow.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so they're actually quite difficult to rent, and you can't. And and sometimes it's like you you actually get a little bit less rent than you would for a bungalow.
2: Yeah. And okay. definitely more vacancies. So, and, uh, Johnny five has a good, uh, point here as well. He says, and the parking is terrible in new builds yeah. and amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Very true.
1: Yeah, I've s- seen that in our neighborhood. There's a lot of new builds around and parking's uh pretty terrible on the streets.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, uh, yeah, it, it really,
0: it really depends on you and, and, and what your goals are. Um, they, they definitely can work. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's pros and cons for both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for your first one, just make it as simple as possible. Don't overthink it too too much. Even if you buy a new build and it costs a little extra and your cash was a little less, if it makes it easier for you to pull the trigger and get moving, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can promise you that ninety percent of the listeners um, on this podcast, their first property was not. They That's look the back way. and they probably yeah. wouldn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. You're like, just you'll, you'll learn and and it won't be that bad. It's not like you're going to lose money. So yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was looking, there's not a lot on the market right now, but i know Calvin will help us out there and we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I just wanted to get on here and uh, have that conversation in case there was something that came up in between now and January. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Go for it. <laughs> I just, I'm like, well, if, all right, you do, you do you, you do
2: you, boo. And
0: and if, and if you happen to not, um, I'd love to have a weekend. I'd love to have a really good discussion with you in January about it. Cause I, um, yeah, I, I wanted to have a very similar conversation to what we're having right now, just to really go through it and give you that peace of mind. And then also, you know, we're going to spend a whole weekend working on your plan for long term, <clears> and it <throat> might make your initial decision easier, which I just don't have the
1: time to right yeah, now. I got you. And Robbie, will be coming yeah. with that, me too, there, to that thing, so.
2: Awesome. And Robbie, keep, uh, keep calling in as you're doing your, uh, hunt and ask us questions about the houses you find and stuff. You utilize it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I got the message loud and clear this morning. I'm, uh, <laughs> felt like, felt like Wayne might be staring at me a little bit there when he was saying that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I want to, I want to uh, reward you for calling in, man. And, um, I'm going to throw in a 30 minute coaching call. And so we can kind of talk more about this maybe, uh, maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, book it for next week because I'll be in I'll be in Mexico the following week and I'm trying to uh, I'm blocking <laughs> off my calendar for coaching calls that week. I have a few already and I haven't talked to Gabby about it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: have fun in the room. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, let's let's book another let's book that 30 minute coaching call for next week. And, and after you've had a chance to talk to Calvin, if there's any more questions that you have, um, we can do that. And as well. Hey, man, just like literally you, you can you can end this call in and then in five minutes you can call back again and, and, talk. <laughs> and then everybody can just, and, and you know, what it's going to turn into, it's just going to be everyone listening to, to us and Robbie talking.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Robbie's the only one getting any real value. <laughs> thank awesome. you so much for calling in. Man. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Um, did, uh, was there any questions that kind of came through? I saw some comments coming through, but it's hard for me to read while I'm
2: talking. Yeah. Not just some comments. Parking and stuff. Um, it's funny that secondary sweets came up because we were literally just talking about that this morning.
0: That was the one thing that I was talking <laughs> about this morning. I, I um, We were making our coffee and I said, "Gaba, have we talked about when you should buy a secondary sweet or sorry, when you should add a secondary sweet? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay. Cause I, like, I feel like I've <laughs> talked about this recently. I have definitely, but I don't know where I talked about it. Um, because, uh, I had had a few discussions with some people about, um, they said, oh, um, I'm going to buy a place and then maybe down the road, I'll add a secondary suite. And another person had said, hey, you know, what are the requirements for a secondary suite? Because I'm thinking about adding it to to my house before I move out. Um, I just want to read Courtney's message before I move forward that she said, it set the tone for my day, focusing on the stuff that's really going to move us forward. Listening to you guys start my... Starts my day thinking about real estate business and then it stays in the forefront of my mind for the rest of the day. That's that's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I I I remember the power of listening to a podcast on my drive in. And then I'd normally listen for about five, 10 minutes, and then I'd turn it off. And then I'd just I'd be quiet for the next 45 minutes just on my drive and just thinking. Yeah. Thinking. Let the ideas flow. Giving you know what actually I wouldn't stop the podcast or what I was listening to. I would just I'd be listening to something and then something would click. And then my I wouldn't even be listening anymore. Yeah. And my mind would start going. I'm like, oh shoot, maybe I can do this and add this person. Maybe I can call this person, and if they can get on that, then I'd be able to you know free up that cash to be able to buy this deal over here. Uh, I'm gonna need an extra twenty thousand dollars there, but that person over there can't qualify for a mortgage. So you know, but they have funds they want to invest in real estate. That would and I'd start putting the pieces together. Yeah. And I'd spend you know twenty thirty minutes doing that, and then I'd call Gabby. And Gabby hated that because <laughs> he would, be would normally be able. <laughs> half an hour after I leave on my, on my one hour drive, um, (laughs) Gabby would get the call from me and I'm like, okay, here's what you're doing today. And (laughs) I just, here, write this all out. Put the, put this reminder in the calendar for one o'clock. I'm going to call this person and then just, I'd have our whole day figured out. So I want that for you guys as well. I want you to get those creative thoughts going. I want you to start thinking about how you're going to move, you know, get to your goals faster. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to eliminate all of the barriers. Um,
2: I just, I had just like a mental image of you just like, of there being a wall and you just like karate kicking it and it crumbling. Barrier eliminated.
0: I did a post the other day that I said, I just want to see people reach their potential. I I legit mean it. Like I, this is one of the most important things to me. It's just trying to, and, and this is me problem solving, right? This is, this is literally me problem solving. How do I get more people to get out of their head and go and do the do the things that they're too scared to do in order to reach their level of success. Mm-hmm. How do I do it? And it's so it's frustrating. It's so frustrating because that's the one thing I cannot um I can't overcome. I can't it's I am. And and every day I see more and more people taking action and I love it, but I just want everyone. I want to I look into these Facebook groups and I see these people asking questions. I'm like, "Why are you asking these questions? Why don't you just go and do it?" please just go and do it. It's, it's, it's all in our heads. So I'm going to keep rambling. I'm going to keep, and I'm going to keep talking and I'm going to keep throwing out that, you know, those wavelengths out there. And eventually, you know, something's going to stick with someone and someone's going to take action. That's, that's all I want. It's, um,
2: it's hard for you because you're a natural action taker.
0: Yeah. So to see
2: other people struggling or taking longer to take action or needing more certainty before they can take action and those types of things, it's, is hard for you. And you're just like, Come on, people. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Hey, you're that's... gonna die. <laughs> you are. Yeah.
0: One day you're gonna die. So you there's two, there's two perspectives for that. One is that, you know, you should take action now because One day you won't be able to anymore. And the other perspective is that you should live every day to its fullest as well. And I don't want you to work your ass off every single day for something that wasn't, you know, the real estate buying properties is not important. It's the life that you want to create and the the life that, you know, who you want to spend it with that is important. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm trying to teach people to create that balance of building and growing and becoming the best version of yourself, at the same time, spending it with the people that you love doing the things that you love. And there is a way to balance that. And the first step is to every day do something that scares you that you don't want to do in order to get you closer to that. That's it. Otherwise, you're going to stay in your little comfort zone in your little pocket where you're going to go drive to work and someone's going to pay you a paycheck and it's always going to be there on the second Thursday. And you're going to come home and you're going to see the kids and you're going to watch Netflix because it's safe and it's comfortable and nobody can hurt you. But every one of you has a different story, a different dream in your mind of what what you would really want your day to look like. And all it really takes is just to do those couple things every day that scare you to push you in that direction. Um, I'm trying to show you that the big bad boogie monster underneath your bed is not that scary. And nine times out of ten, you think they're underneath there. And you're wondering, you think about all the different ways they're going to hurt you. And all the different, you know, how scary they look. And then eventually when you look under there, sometimes they're not even really there. It's just in your head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You go through all these possible, what if this? What if this? What if this? What if I stick my, my feet out from underneath the blanket? Someone's going to grab my foot. What if I go to the bathroom and something jumps at me? And they're not really there. But your mind naturally just goes in that direction. It it tries to prevent you. It tries to prepare you for every possible thing that could go wrong. And Then those fears in your mind are what are preventing you from going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and then you pee the bed.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I had a great conversation with um, Calvin Hexter um, at the flip tour, actually, and he said that him and his team, whenever they have something going on, or um, they're making some big decisions, they go through each member of the team and they say, What's the worst thing that can happen? And then they talk through it. Okay, if that's the worst thing that can happen, then what would we do? Okay, next person. What's the worst thing that can happen? And so they literally get everybody to think of like the worst case scenario mm-hmm. that would come out of it. And then and then kind of all like almost mastermind around it. Okay, well, what would we do? How would we solve it? What what would be the consequences of it? That sort of thing. Yeah. And I said, that is exactly how Wayne makes every single decision is no establish what those worst case scenarios are. So yes, go through the practice of knowing, I mean, don't just go and make decisions and, and not think about the things that the consequences that could come from it. So establish what they are, but then problem solve how, how you would, fix that or how that would impact things or that sort of thing, like work through it Uh to give yourself the certainty that if you did this thing and the worst case scenario happened, I could do this, this, and this to either, you know, eliminate my risks or uh, mitigate them or clean up the mess that would happen because of it. And then once you've established that, think of, but what, what could I get out of it going right? Uh Okay, so if I try and if it goes right, I'll now level up and I'll be here. If it goes wrong and I fail at it, this is the worst case scenario and I can clean it up and try again. Mhm. So going through that practice and yeah, not just like living in fear and being scared, knowing how you can make it better.
0: Yeah. I um I I, I realize that not everyone can handle that not everyone is wired that way mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't grow and get better mm-hmm. and 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 oh man another word that I absolutely hate because it's so cliche is mindset mindset I. I I, I but it is your mindset that you, that you use on a daily basis that 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 really helps you you okay yeah Gabby punch the hand. table calm down Gabby <laughs> Um, your mindset does play a huge role in this. And, uh, you know, Gabby just gave you a taste of just how I operate and what my mindset is every day towards problems. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally go through every possible scenario. And I and I carry that burden. I carry that for our family. Um, I literally go through every possible thing. So that when I make a decision. I know that if this doesn't happen, we're going to do this. If this doesn't happen, we're going to do this. If this doesn't happen, God, that really sucks, but this is where we're going to land. And by knowing and having that level of certainty, it makes the decisions that much easier. And then you know, when we make another decision, we think, okay, how is that going to affect everything else? I've already looked through every other possible outcome with everything else that we currently have going on so i know that if this thing goes well it will increase this over the value of this over here it will decrease the value of this over here it's it sounds exhausting and it is but it really does work yeah if you can if you can get to a point where you can operate on that level i'm telling you it's it it gives you so much more certainty and confidence during the day To make decisions faster and that is ultimately what it comes down to that is what i do every day between four hours of video games is i make decisions every day this is the direction we're going for that bam gabby that's what we're doing okay cool move on decision 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 every day Mm -hmm. that is how you bust through it's not getting on the phone and hi it's wayne here have i got an opportunity for you it's just there is, that is, that is, that's just a management aspects of, of our business, but what moves us forward and, and how we grow is by making very important decisions every day, normally about three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and uh, it's for those of you that that watch Game of Thrones, Um, when I first heard this line instantly, it clicked with me and I'm like, that's, I get it, buddy. I understand exactly what you're talking about. There's a there's a the character called uh, Peter Baelish, or Littlefinger. And he had a conversation with uh, Sansa Stark. And he was correcting her. And what he said was, uh, don't fight in the North or the South. Fight every battle everywhere, always in your mind. Everyone is your enemy. Everyone is your friend. Every possible series of events is happening all at once. If you do that, you'll never be surprised. So literally, you just know everything that's going on. I know it sounds exhausting. (laughs) But if you know everything, and you know that everyone is your friend, and everyone is your enemy, and you've thought out every possible outcome, you'll never be surprised. And then it's just a matter of day by day, watching how things unfold. Unfold. Mm -hmm. And as they unfold, you just redirect and pivot accordingly. So by having a proper plan and knowing what it is that you're trying to achieve and also having the mindset, the daily mindset in order to make decisions quickly, things get really, really easy. You don't get clogged up with all the what ifs that slow you down. It's just a matter of watching things unfold and then just pivoting accordingly. Things get real simple, Gab. Things <laughs> get real simple.
2: Yeah. The fact that you, the fact that you, your mind goes there and does all that makes uh, life pretty simple for me. It wasn't always
0: <laughs> like that. I just no. developed it. Yeah, for sure. I developed it. I said, what do I got to do in order to, to make this work? How mm-hmm. do I, how do I, and I studied people. I studied like, some of the most successful people that I knew and the most successful people I'd seen, I studied how they think and they all think the exact same way yeah. and you start listening to these motivational speeches and you start listening to these successful people and I'm, I'm not going to put my name out there with Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and stuff like that, but you listen to what they say and they literally operate the exact same way. Success does leave clues. Mm-hmm. It's not about getting up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., yes, it is and you know, it helps but it's the way that they analyze things and they make decisions quickly that help and then have a good team behind them that helps them move forward. Yeah. I don't find Mm -hmm. properties. Somebody finds properties for me because I've made a decision and I've told them exactly what it is that I want. Yeah. I don't property manage. Gabby property (laughs) manages. I don't because that's not the... Build a team around you and and build a team around you that are good at what they do yeah it just so happens that gabby's really good at that and we complement each other really well but if we didn't then then there would be someone on my team that that would handle that That and
2: and stop making excuses as to why you're using somebody that isn't the best in the business stop because those excuses are just what you're telling yourself you know if it's uh Random that. realtor that you know that you know is is pretty good and does all this extra work because they're eager. Um, that's just an excuse for not using the best in the business
0: because you're too scared about what they're going to think about you when you go and use someone else.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or why you're well, not paying for a better a better lawyer? Why you're not paying for a better accountant? Like drop you're all too those excuses.
0: Yeah. Of what? the accountant's going to think because you've been using them for the last four years,
2: a uh, funny story. Um, now that we're living back in Leduc, mm-hmm. um... I ran into our old accountant on the sidewalk yesterday, dropping our kids off at school. Really? How was she? (laughs) Um, It was just a, Hey, how are you? Good, good. And continued walking. She was on her way into the school. I was on her way out. Um, But that was a, that was a hard thing for me to do to um, to change accountants because we had used her for several years. Mm -hmm. Um, She was fantastic. We always had a great time when we got together to do taxes Um, and telling her that I was, moving on to somebody who could handle more, uh, more complex uh, portfolio <laughs> was really hard because she was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I did. I had that. That's funny that you mentioned that. I it, That was a really hard thing for me to do because I was scared of what she would think or I didn't want to hurt her feelings mm-hmm. or, you know, those types of things. But I knew that I needed to uh, level up our accountant. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For yeah. what we were planning on doing, yeah, the business that we were building, we needed to ensure that we had the best accountant for that.
2: Yeah. Well, and turns out that like even just on the portfolio that we had at the time, there was lots of things that um, we should have been doing differently that our new, more experienced accountant put into place right away. Yes. So get what you pay for.
0: We do have a caller here. I'm not sure who it is, so I'm going to take their call and see if they're still available. Give it a minute.
2: Nope.
0: Nope. Okay. That's fine. I don't know who it is because it's just a, um, oh, a mashup of letters here. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, I struggle with how to uh, how to approach this today, and, I, and I'm glad we went down that little rabbit hole because um, you're right. It's it is it is frustrating for me because of the way that, as I explained, as I make decisions, and I want to explain that to someone, which is very difficult yeah. without really going deep into it.
2: Yeah.
0: But. How most people make decisions and how they are growing their real estate portfolios. I want to show everyone a more productive way and a more effective way of doing it. Definitely. To get there faster. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, the doors, the cash flow, the joint venture partners, the multifamily, the flips, all those things, they're not important. It's why you're doing it and what it's providing for you, the freedom that it is providing for you to do the things that you want to do. I like playing four hours worth of video games. (laughs) I worked really hard to get that, which is so hard to say out loud. (laughs) That's what I wanted to do yesterday. That's what I wanted to do. And I still made a lot of really big decisions. And I made a lot of really important meetings for this week um, that are going to push us forward. And, um, yeah, while I was doing that, I was going back and forth. Okay. This person's back again. I'll, I'll add you in, in a second here. Um, while I was doing that, I was emailing back and forth with two lawyers, just getting deals done. <laughs> and, uh, and what else do we have? Well, I was messaging with our contractor and, um, we were organizing things for, um, for the last leg of our renovation and just getting all the trades lined up and organizing that. So we got a big message here that you're reading.
2: Yeah. You uh, read yeah. Hi guys. I'm enjoying the conversation. I own a real estate agency, but I have realized that I constantly think of starting a new business, which I do. The problem is it's easy for me to start, but difficult for me to execute because I have a lot going. Can
0: we hold off on that question just for a second here? Cause this sure. person's been waiting to, oh, okay. to come on and and they just requested again. So let's get this person in first and then we'll, uh, we'll answer a uh, better future here, uh, in a second. Good morning. They're having trouble connecting. It says it's connected, but they're not on as a speaker.
2: It shows us uh, that they're on, on my end.
0: Um, for some reason they're not connecting. So if you're having trouble connecting, then just, uh, Leave a
2: comment.
0: comment in the, in the, in the text there, um text comments and we'll we'll read that off for you i apologize uh you're having trouble connecting um
2: so uh yeah so uh better future um problem is it's easy for me to start but difficult for me to execute because i have a lot going on how do i prioritize what's necessary and what's not and how can this behavior affect my personal relationship that's loaded hire people to help you execute have the right people on your team to help you execute. Wayne is the business starter (laughs) and I am the business operator because he can't, he has trouble executing. Um, I'm task driven. I can get shit done, but I can't, I can't create new business ideas and new business plans. So having the right people um, to help you execute is imperative when starting a new business. Yes. Wayne, your gears are turning. What are you?
0: No, I was just going to add on, but what I was going to say was not productive to the question. Um, Gabby's right. If you want to be an idea person, then create and then hire people or bring people on as partners who can fulfill that role. Yeah. If you don't have the time to do it and it's something that's really important to you. and That was the key thing that I wanted to get towards is that why are you starting a business? And how important is your real estate agency? And how important is your family? And what are you trying to get to? And putting all that together and then prioritizing. Because you got to remember your, your your relationship, your personal relationship is, is one of the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. I mean, you can build a new relationship, but I mean, <laughs> if the relationship is if if they're if they're part of your dream and your future, then then you need to make sure that you're allocating the right amount of time, or or quality of time towards that relationship. Yeah. Um. And then I ask, you know, why? But I realize that I constantly think of starting a new business. Is that a new business to replace the real estate agency? or a new business to add on, to create more freedom.
3: Yeah.
0: It's really hard to tell without knowing what type of business it is and you own a real estate agency, but are you actively, you know, brokering deals? Yeah. The easy answer is is Gabby's answer and that's just partner with someone who can fulfill that role of executing or hire someone who can fulfill their role. I would recommend partnering. Yeah personally because if this is something that's really important to you and this is your you know this is your dream and and your business model, uh, an employee is not going to take it as passionately as mm-hmm. someone who has an equitable interest
2: mm-hmm. definitely
0: and I would and it, it I know it's difficult to swallow the fact that potentially you could be giving up a share of that maybe 50 percent of that and they didn't do anything they didn't come up with it they just are using your idea but it's better to have 50 percent of your dream than to have zero.
2: Yeah. goes back to the same concept as a joint venture in buying real estate. Same thing in business. If you can't get your business idea off the ground because you can't execute, then you have zero and you dedicated time into nothing. Mm-hmm. Or you can bring in somebody who can execute it and you now have 50% of your amazing idea.
0: There's two other ways that it can go. The other way is that you can remove one of the other things that you are obligated to or responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could you know, close up your real estate agency and then go put all of your energy into that new business. Or the, what, the other thing that could potentially happen is that you try and do all of them and then something's going to give. And it's either going to be the quality of your real estate agency. It's going to be the quality of your, um, your new business and the success of it, or it's going to be your relationship. Something's going to give.
2: Yeah.
0: If you're telling me you don't have enough bandwidth, then one of those three things is going to be affected. Yeah or your personal health, mm-hmm. your mental or physical.
2: Another thing that um, idea people do is they'll start a business, get it running really nicely. So like if you're a real estate business, uh, real estate agency is a well-oiled machine, get somebody in there who who can take the lead and, mm-hmm. and manage it and get your attention out of there. Um, or lots of people will start businesses, get them running and then sell them. Mm -hmm. You Know what I mean? So if you're an idea person who's constantly wanting to to start new things and new businesses and you have all these great ideas, um, think about, yeah, that as well. Either just like bringing in the right person who can now manage it and get your attention out of it or start a business, sell a business.
0: (laughs) Are you an entrepreneur or are you a manager? Either or is fine. Or are you a technician, an employee? Not an employee. I'll remove that last word. Are you a technician, a manager, or an entrepreneur? If you're a person that comes up with ideas for great things, just go and implement them. Hire the right people on or partner with the right people. Implement them and then let them run. And that will give you all the satisfaction you need. It's just to know that you, your baby is growing. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, if you're if you're a manager, if you want to run that business because it's something that you're passionate about, then 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 give up some of the things that you're working on right now to free up some energy in order to put the energy into that thing. that's important to you and manage it and, and really, you know, turn it into what you want to turn it into. Um, yeah. But from the sounds of it, you know, if you own a real estate agency and you're trying to start a new business or you're constantly thinking of starting a new business, you sound like an entrepreneur. Yeah. And there is a whole world of entrepreneurs that, that just like Gabby said, that build that start and build businesses and sell them for profit. It's a huge industry in it. Go and follow um uh Dan Pena. If you can handle his cursiveness, like his his swearing. And um <laughs> he, he teaches uh Dan uh Pena's, P-E-N-A. Um follow him on YouTube and maybe you'll like him, maybe you won't. He's he's a little <laughs> abrasive. Um, but he he does uh coaching programs and does a lot of free YouTube content. Um about how to start businesses and how to find financing and then sell the businesses. Uh, yes. and some pretty cool stuff. There's a whole industry in that, but just be careful if you're, if you're listening today because you want to be a real estate investor, that is a whole different industry, um, that really could distract you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there's lots of cool things that you can start. Um, you know drop shipping businesses and and buying and selling you know and and starting businesses and and buying real estate and stuff like that just make sure that you're not uh getting too distracted but if that's something you're interested in uh go and check him out he's pretty cool
2: nice
0: we got a couple of messages here or just more likes okay no um
2: oh tony really wants to know what games you're playing on xbox
0: <laughs> uh doesn't really matter. But <laughs> uh, I, I it, it's called Apex Legends. It's, it's probably one of the most popular video games that are out there right now. I the reason I play <clears throat> is because it's a very complicated game. There's lots of different things going on. And and you work in a team of, uh, of three people. And um, the goal is to be the last team or squad left. And there's so much strategy involved, and then you know when you're playing with <laughs> other 15 year olds who t- who are just like or other people, you know. I, I, I there's I play with Mandur, uh Menzur Said, the, the guest that, um, that came on recently. Um, you know, we'll play together, and there's just so much strategy behind it, and uh, and you kind of get immersed in it, and it's 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 fun because it's it's, it's what I love doing. Is, is I love you know being strategic and winning. And uh if you know, as I'm as I'm doing business stuff, you know, if I stop and just like go for a walk, or if I stop and just have a normal conversation with someone, it's just like I'm not in my element. I'm not winning. I'm not, you know, working towards a win. So it's just it's I don't know. It, it's um Did
2: it you keep, a little fix?
0: It, it yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a fix. It is really it's a fix because I just constantly wanna keep winning and winning and winning. And if I if I go on a losing streak, you'll see just like my mood will just go really <laughs> dark. <laughs> But um, it's filler for me, it keeps me it keeps my energy going. And then in between games, I'm you know, I'm, I'm operating my business and stuff. So it's uh, no, I like it. And so long as it's it's not interfering with my other obligations, and that like my family, and so long as I'm not playing games and missing a call. (laughs) It's not too too bad. Um, But uh, it's better for me to do it during the day, actually, than in the evening. um, Because the kids not around. So Anyways. All right. We're at that hour. We're at that hour. Uh, we do have another caller. Uh again, it's a, it's a mixture of letters and I don't know if it's um just a random person on the internet um like or if it is uh actually just someone who didn't want to put their name. So, Hello? good
3: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good mo- are you hearing me?
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: Oh, good morning, guys. Um I I was trying to call in earlier, but my email got mixed up, so it seemed like I couldn't verify it, so I ended up had to create a new one. <laughs> so that's like, um all of this. I've been sorry for all of that. Um, i just have a question. I've been listening to you guys for a while now, a long time back, so just finally realized that you guys had um, the show, so I wanted to call in. Um, I just purchased a property. Yeah and i was just um, wanted to get some advice and it needed it needs work so i was just wondering if it's wise for me to do like say fix it up um good for the rental or and i was planning also to maybe put it in a basement suite to make it legalize if that's a good mm-hmm. strategy when it comes to And it's an older bungalow. So Mm -hmm. this morning when I was online and I hear... I didn't fully hear (laughs) because I'm at work, actually. But I know you can Uh. be talking about something like that. So I said I'm going to try to squeeze a call in here before... (laughs) (laughs) What um, city are you in? Edmonton. Oh, awesome. What's your name? Orion. Orion.
2: Orion.
3: Orion. Yeah, man.
0: Awesome. I... uh... Yes, I did mention earlier in the show that that was one thing that I was going to talk about, and then we just went on this tangent um, about everything else. We never got into the topic, but it is a topic that I wanted to cover, um, oh, okay. and I, I don't want to give you a simple answer and, and just, yeah. to, just to give you an answer. So what I will do is tomorrow – tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Tomorrow I'll get into that topic, and I'll explain to you um, – when it is right to add a basement suite and when it is not right and and the decisions and things that you need to know before you can make that decision um that way you can i can give you a full answer because we uh we're just about to finish up the show here but um thank you so much for calling in and and please do listen tomorrow um live if you can but if not we'll you know the recording will go out as well and then i can answer that properly um, okay, and hopefully we okay. hopefully you can join on live and we can kind of talk through, you know, what your goals and what your exit strategy is so we can kind of maybe help yeah. you um, walk through that.
3: Yes, definitely. I try to listen in just before I start work because I'm on a time. So um, just before the guys um, start heading out, yeah. def- if I can get a call in, I will for sure.
0: Yeah, awesome. call, call in right at six AM tomorrow morning, and then we'll get right into it before you uh, before I gotta get, get ready for work.
3: <laughs> okay, sounds good, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much.
0: All right, talk to you tomorrow. Okay, Gab. I think that's uh, that's about it for today.
3: That's um, a wrap.
0: Yeah, please, please, guys, take that seriously. Everything we talked about today, and uh, we hope that uh, you call in uh, tomorrow and the following day and every day as well. That's um. Let's get you moving ahead. Indeed. All right. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Oh, thank
0: you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.